Cape Inn Report and I'm your host Maureen Award. Our topic is the Essex Special Town Meeting that's coming up on the Public Safety Building. Here with me at the table is Chief of Police Paul Francis. Thanks for being here. Um, Andrew Spinney, who's the Chairman of the Board of Selectmen. Lisa O'Donnell, who's the Town Building Committee Chairman and a former Selectman. And Brendan Zubricki, who's the Town Administrator. Welcome to Cape Inn Report, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're here to chat about this uh, special town meeting, which is going to happen on Monday, September 23rd. And it's regarding the public safety building, but there's a lot already that's been happening. So just to open up the show, if we could talk about the actual meeting, um, what can be expected at the, the town meeting? Um, Lisa, do you want to take that question? Sure. Um, it's, it's actually, since it's a special town meeting, um, we're not going to be hearing regular business. This is a single article, and that single article is to vote on the funding for construction of the public safety building. So this is the last uh, step in actually getting the project underway. So it's, it's actually really exciting to think that <laughs> on September 24th we might wake up and be ready to do this project. That's, that's it's been such a long time, right? It's yes. more than 10 years getting to this place. Um, Brendan, uh, so what's the, the article just concentrates on the funding. Correct. Um, can you give us a preview for uh, viewers for, who will be attending, uh, participants? Yes, uh, so the, the article will be presented uh, by, the, by the motion reader and then it will be handed over to our design professionals because they will be able to provide a, a, a nice summary of what the design looks like, the major features of the design, and then of course the overall cost of the project and how that is broken down. Mm -hmm. um, and that will be important for voters who are at the meeting so they can uh, understand um, why that number has come into play. Uh, there will also be commentary from town officials, uh, especially whoever ends up reading the motion, um, giving more of a, a policy background mm -hmm. uh, as, as to uh, the reasons why the, the article is supported. There will be commentary from the Finance Committee. Uh, they'll be studying uh, the, the end uh, figure and they'll make their own recommendation. Mm -hmm. And of course there will be um, Voters, individual voters will come up to the microphone. They'll ask questions. They will speak uh, for and against uh, the, the article. Um, and even through that process, uh, people who are attending can get a good idea. Sometimes some will, com will come up and ask a question which hasn't been covered yet in the presentation. And so the individual participation of, of the town meeting members often helps to inform the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. And then everyone, the the town members will vote, take a vote on just the funding uh, right. for for the public safety building. And there are some public forums that are coming up, right? Um, before the town meeting, um, Andrew, uh, what will happen at those town forums or those public forums that happen on September twelfth and September seventeenth? They'll be informationals where uh, questions will be raised and they'll be covered and take care of. There'll be the opportunity for people to ask other questions Absolutely. before the vote. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's an important thing too, where 
I mean, it's been covered a lot, right? Right. Uh, There'll be a lot of graphics. The architect will provide uh, renderings, plans, that sort of stuff, um, which we obviously don't have here today. They'll have that material at town meeting, but it'll be a much more shorter format. So the, the public forum is actually a, a longer, more casual format to, um, to get information out. And it's just a chance for folks to come in, um, have learn. a longer discussion, perhaps see more information about what's going, what they're going to vote on. Right. So let's, let's go back a little bit because, again, you've been through these different steps. And I always think it's so interesting to find out how the municipalities get to this place because as a voter, you know, I'll just I'll go to town meeting, but I don't get a chance to see in the background. And this has been happening for a long time, 10 years plus, and there were several votes this year taken for the, um, the public safety building. Just give us an overview of what happened and where, where, you're, where you are now. Brendan? Sure. <laughs> Brendan, Lisa, Andrew, just jump right in. So there was a point in time when the town building committee had to make a recommendation about the location of this building. And after literally many years of study, uh, some on their own and some with our current group of uh, design professionals, they came to what ended up really being one of the only options available to the town. The town does own some uh, property that is actually, uh, it was a piece of uh, the Spring Street Cemetery, of course not used, and um, the town meeting took a vote to basically change the purpose for which that small piece was held from cemetery purposes uh, to general purposes with the public safety building being named in, in the vote for that. That uh, parcel on its own though wasn't large enough for the ideal situation. And so a town meeting was also asked to consider funding the purchase of an adjacent private property which has now been acquired by the town. Uh, once that uh, went through, it was just a question of um, funding the rest of the design work through basically the point that we're at now and through the, uh, through the bid process, which will start unfolding um, coincidentally with the special town meeting, um, with the culmination of that happening toward November. Uh, so there have been that many other was steps. in February. <laughs> that that was special February. town meeting... Um, that appropriated the land for this purpose was, was held in February. Again, it was just those two questions about the two parcels Brendan mentioned. Uh, at May Annual Town Meeting, we funded um, the completion of the construction documents. So the architect and our owner's project manager have been working to complete the construction documents, and those will be complete by the time um, we have the special town meeting. And so if the money is appropriated at town meeting, we can immediately build the project and hopefully get into the ground before winter, which has been a goal. So you could actually start the building process before the winter comes in this year? Yes. yes. Wow. That's the intent, yeah. That's okay. Wow. The, the schedule right now is tracking that. If we get the appropriation um, from town meeting on the 23rd, we would be ready to bid the project, and the bids would be due early in November with an award immediately after that um, with the opportunity for the contractor to go in and start right away. 
This and, is exciting. And that, that's all part of the construction documents as far as schedule and timing goes. So. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to point out that the, the, the question of the amount of money could have been handled in May, but the officials determined that it would be better to get to a more advanced design stage, which was more settled uh, before the voters uh, were going to consider the actual price. Mm -hmm. And that's what led to the special town meeting as opposed to having a vote in May. Okay. It sounds like this is all fitting together in such a well, it's succinct way. It, it, it is working out well because what, what happened in May is that we had an estimate done on a fairly conceptual design um, and it was um, higher than we had hoped for. So that gave us the opportunity between May and what will happen in September to do a lot of work on the design, to tighten it up, to, to streamline it, and hopefully bring the cost down. So it, it was actually, it, serendipitously, it worked out that we were able to get that original estimate, realized that we needed to get tighter, and we have spent a lot of time um, in that process. So you did some pruning with the design. With the police and the fire departments have looked long and hard at the requirements yeah. and, and really tighten that up. Um, another thing that's worth pointing out is that uh, originally we were looking at this parcel like Brendan mentioned simply for the fire station and the way the parcel is, of land is it, it drops off 16 feet from front to back from the road to the back um, and our architects looked at it and we realized that we would be able to put the police uh, station underneath the fire station so it's on the back side of the building there'll be plenty of signage there's still an entry on the front but combining the two departments in a single facility is, is realizing the voters are savings in the range of $2 million. So um, I think that also, that opportunity presented itself in the process that we've been going through. And, and that's, I think, important. Yeah. And, and, and long-term maintenance as well. We have a single facility right. that will be taken care of, right. all brand new. And people can see the design on the website. They can go, is it EssexMass.org? Essexma.org. Um, Essexma.org, um, uh, and you, you can see the design. The design is beautiful. It's really um, a lovely, and, and shows the back and um, how that drops off. And Andrew, I wanted to talk to you, staying in behind the scenes, about uh, the finance committee and its role in this process, because there's a lot that happens with the finance committee. The finance committee is in charge of determining how, um, how these costs are going to get paid for. So how the construction is going to be paid right. for. Right. They'll take care of looking at all of the options for funding with different types of bonds. So what, what, is, what are the options, I guess? Um, I know that you're not on the... Brennan, you... Yeah, Brennan, do you want that. to answer that sure. question? <laughs> so the first thing that, that needs to be looked at is how much of the project are they going to recommend is funded through borrowing versus how much of the project will be offset by cash on hand. The town does have a, an account that has money in it from when the town sold property out at Kenomo Point. It's known as the sale of real estate fund. There's six or seven million dollars in that fund. And part of that may be um, allocated by the Finance Committee as a recommendation to town meeting uh, for uh, defraying some of the costs of the project. Uh, this year there's also um, free cash. Uh, that's just a measure of money that, that um, came in above, above revenue estimates plus money that wasn't spent out of the budget. That comes in every year around this time and it's a little bit higher than it normally has been. So the Finance Committee will take a look at that. Perhaps some of that would be used, although I don't know. They're just starting to look at this. Mm -hmm. um, 
once they make a recommendation on the proportion of the project that's borrowed versus what could be in cash, then there are different ways of looking at the breaking down the borrowing. Um, it could be funded the way your, your mortgage is funded, where the payment stays the same and your initial payments are front-end loaded with interest. And as you go through the payment sequence, uh, you're hitting more and more of the principal with each new payment. Um, there's also a way to fund it where you could have equal principal payments throughout, which means you're steadily knocking down the principal. Uh, that particular type of uh, arrangement certainly uh, allows you to spend less in interest over the life of the loan, but you, pay, you start paying more up front. And so that is something that needs to be looked at. In addition, there may be possibilities um, where we can work with commercial lenders to change the pattern in which payments are made to best fit in with other projects that are going on in the town that are already have borrowing costs associated with them. Like the high school? Right. Yes. Uh, and, and even things that are older than that, like the sewer project, and things that are still being paid back. Mm -hmm. Further, we're also going to look at, um, there's a federal funding program that would allow the borrowing term to be up to 40 years. Now, you have to look at interest rate of that program versus what the commercial products uh, are, are offering, which could be lower. And that's really what the finance committee is going to do. They're going to be looking at proportions of funding and then styles of borrowing and, and such. Great. I think that one, to, in talking about the FinCom, one thing that is worth emphasizing is that uh, what they're going to be focusing on is um, minimizing the impact to taxpayers. I was just going to ask yeah. that question. They're, so they're, what, they're what um, very aware of what Brenda mentioned, the other yeah. projects <laughs> that are ongoing and how those are hitting mm -hmm. taxpayers. So they're going to be looking at whatever they can do to sort of smooth out the effect of the various projects. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I know that's a motivation in talking to the FinCom chair that they're very interested in trying to make it as, as palatable and um, minimize the pain to the taxpayers, I guess, is, is, is really their motivation there. Yeah, so that's great. Well, Chief Francis, I want to bring yes. you in to, to the conversation here. Um, I want to ask you the question about the difference between where you are now and the new building. Sure. And what, is the what are the facilities like right now that you're working <coughs> in and also the fire department and the police department are in the same area? Right now, <coughs> excuse me, right now they're very, we're operating in a very fragmented way and it's not very efficient and it's very tight for the police and fire department. Um, for instance, we have secure storage for our, our records archives in a completely different location. They're secure, nobody has to worry about their records. However, it's across town. We have, we have our police office in the fire building and we have our administrative offices downstairs where I am. We have our, some of our equipment <clears throat> stored at the DPW barn. For instance, ATVs, which we use for search and rescue or what have you. So if we needed those, we would have to come in from wherever we're coming. If it's at night, get the key to the DPW, unlock the DPW, go get them, and by the time we get to where we're going, we've lost a lot of valuable time. Another issue we have is security. I'll give you an example. I had a situation where I had a gentleman come into my office. I was working in my office, and he happened to come in, and I looked up, and he was there he was. And he was looking for um, 
a report from an incident he was involved in. So I had said to him, I said, well, I'll take your information. I'm in the middle of something. Let me get back to you. Let me have your phone number and all that. He gave me his information. He got up and left, and literally within five minutes, we had a, re a broadcast over the radio saying that this same gentleman had just threatened somebody with a firearm in Gloucester. I didn't know that this gentleman was sitting next to me. Who knows what would have happened if he heard that broadcast? These are the things that we worry about. We have situations where if we put somebody in protective custody for their own well-being, um, we have to go to another police department because we can't stay with them. You can keep somebody in protective custody for up to 12 hours. Um, so what happens is, it, and if, if it's a female, we have to send two officers. So now you're calling in two officers. It's just getting a new building is going to allow us to streamline and be much more cost-effective and secure. Mm -hmm. I, I think <coughs> another issue with the station that's a problem for both um, your department and the fire department is the lack of sort of health and safety availability. There are no lockers. There are no um, showers. There's no changing area. Right. Um, both police <coughs> and fire will wear home whatever they got on them in an incident. And, and that's just not right. Um, there, there's been so much study into the health effects of particularly fire stations, but for both departments, and it's a concern. And the new building is going to have facilities that address all of those health and safety concerns, as well as current mm -hmm. uh, OSHA standards, which the Department of um, Labor is holding municipalities to. As of 1st of February this year, that's a new standard that towns need to meet. And um, our station is going to be one of the first that will fully meet all of those. And the current station is actually not capable of meeting some of the standards because of space constraints, uh, like the devices that um, take the exhaust from a, a fire piece of fire equipment when it starts up. Um, a lot of stations have, have those devices, but if you tried to put them into the station we have right now, there's, no, there's not enough room to physically mm -hmm. install them. And do OSHA inspectors give you like a, a buy on that right now because you're in this transition period? Hopeful if, transition if, if period. If, if you if, get if the we funding, fund the project, right. they will know that as a town we've done everything we can to address these, and, and we won't be penalized for anything mm -hmm. because we're in the process of remedying the situation. Uh, right. So you're getting the remedy, hope, the hopeful remedy. Um, uh, Chief Francis, again, yes. over to you. Uh, what will it mean to you to be in this new building? I mean, how will it change the way that you... He's going to dance on air now. I really <laughs> am. I really Could am. you please I mean, I, give us your... I'm going to celebrate the next day if it goes through. Uh, it's, like I say, it's, what it's going to do, it's going to allow us to operate a lot more efficiently. It's going to be a morale booster for the guy, the officers, um, secure, uh, Safety-wise, right. we don't have to. The fact that we won't have to send officers out of town for all these different things, there's so much more chance of some sort of a litigious situation mm -hmm. because we're sending them out of town. Mm -hmm. The quicker we get rid of arrestees and what have you out of our custody, the better. Um, well, what I, about the morale? So let's talk no. about morale because right now um, you don't really have the opportunity to have police officers really at the station all at once or the firefighters um, mm -hmm. and, and this <clears throat> consistent interaction and there will be uh, like a gym facility at the new public safety building and that will really help so that they can come and more interact and you think that will pull everybody together? I do and I think that's multifaceted. You're going to have your police officers mm -hmm. or firefighters that are going to be in 
you know, keeping their, themselves in better shape, and you'll have a tendency to have them around the station, even if they, you know, they're not working. They're there if they're working out and something happens. All the guys and girls that work on this on these departments are fantastic, and they'll just jump right in and help. And the idea that they're going to be right there is huge. Yeah, and and it sounds yeah. like you've got community support. So over the last year, going through the motions of having these different steps, people are understanding that the last step is funding. What what I, what I, kind I think of feedback do you get? Um, step that we haven't touched on yet that people need to be aware of is that when you do a borrowing for a project like this, it's a two-step process where you have to get a vote of town meeting that's a two-thirds vote of the attendees at town meeting and that um, borrowing also requires a majority vote at a ballot um, at a town election. Um, because we had a sort of a, uh, a skip in the um, sequence where we decided to complete the design before getting the full estimate, um, we did actually have the vote last May at the town election, and it was passed by a majority. So the town, the majority of the townspeople do support borrowing for this project. The sum of money that we borrow will be finalized um, on September 23rd at town meeting, and that's the two-thirds vote at town meeting. Mm -hmm. But it is the last step. We, we already have the town vote, which is, is, is right. huge. Yeah, yeah, that's a big step. So what about the, what about the morale of the public? I mean, uh, uh, is public sentiment, um, you're hearing uh, enthusiasm for the new public safety building? I, I am. I'm hearing a lot of positive things. And, and it's funny, when I started here, and, and a lot of this started many years ago, I wasn't on the building committee, but you... I was. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't hearing a lot of positive feedback as far as whether we need it or not. I don't hear... I do not hear that we don't need it now. No. That's, for the most part, gone by the wayside. It's just a matter of how are you going to fund it, how much is it going to cost, and obviously it's incumbent upon us to keep, to sharpen, to sharpen the pencils as much as we can for mm -hmm. the public. Um, but I am, I'm hearing good things as far as whether we need it or not. The people understand. Yeah, and, and for those watching who are not in Essex, <laughs> it's going to be located on 133? On 133 John Wise Avenue, just as you head out of downtown Essex uh, towards Ipswich, it's on the right-hand side. It's just an overgrown wooded lot right now, um, <clears throat> sort of at the rise of the hill as you're leaving town. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it's right after the speed limit changes, and, and we're hoping actually to be able to push the slow speed limit <laughs> out a little further towards the Ipswich line so that we have a 25-mile-an-hour zone in front of the public safety building because that's... Yeah. That's yeah. key for safety. Yeah. Well, the fire Agreed. trucks are going to be pulling in and right. out of that area. Yeah. Yes. So there, there will be signalization, um, not traffic signals by any stretch, but there will be uh, lights near the curb that will go on when a call has been made and equipment needs to exit. So people traveling, the traveling public will be alerted to it, but we're not going to have a traffic light in Essex because we did that once and we didn't like it. Is, are there oh no traffic God. lights in Essex? Oh. Well, we had the temporary one for the bridge. And oh, right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. feedback on that. <laughs> so, people um, didn't, just, people just didn't like that. Just to touch back on the, um, the morale, too, uh, we have a call fire department, and unfortunately we ha don't have a representative from the fire department here this evening, um, but um, we think that the new station will also be a big morale builder for them as well. Uh, everyone will have locker, gear storage, places to clean up after they come back from a call, the use of the fitness facility, um, and, a new kitchen and um, meeting room, new training room. So uh, we're hoping that 
with this building we're able to maintain the model of a call fire department longer because having that in Essex is, is a huge uh, savings for townspeople that we, we do have a call fire department and, mm -hmm. and we're not actually paying for that right what, now. What is the estimate or somewhere around the savings on that? Well, we do know that the fire budget in Essex is about a million dollars a year less than the fire budget in Manchester, which is a comparable town. And if we were, if we had to staff a fire department, we would be paying in that range. So um, there's obviously a lot to recommend it to Essex to, to maintain that model as long as we can. Yeah. So as you head into this special town meeting, um, what are some uh, some of your thoughts as you're as you're coming hopefully to a close on this? <laughs> Lisa, you've been on this on the town building committee for a long time. You've had a lot of input on this and taking it all the way through, and uh, also being a selectman. I think one of the most important aspects of this project that that I would like people to focus on is that it's been a real collaboration. Um, it's been a long process, a long review of options and needs and desires and wants and finding that uh, a sort of a sweet spot that uh, recognizes that we need to have an efficient economical facility that yet is something that's going to be suitable and we talk about a 50-year range but this is Essex so it's going to be like a hundred-year building <laughs> uh, and I think it's if, if you look at the design um, it, it, it's not um, the best case scenario for everyone but it's been a, a process of compromises where we've combined the departments so we're sharing facilities uh, where everyone is getting what they need there's not any fluff in the design, which is how we've been respectful to taxpayers with that. Uh, the, the architecture tries to be respectful to the neighborhood while still keeping in mind cost and using um, building materials that are going to be sustainable and durable. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that's the most important thing that people need to understand is this project has been a, a collective effort of, of so many people and departments in town to come to a happy medium that's going to be satisfactory for everyone involved. And, and I think that's what I would like to emphasize is that it's it's um, it's an Essex suited project. It, mm -hmm. it meets our needs. It's respectful of a town that's as small as we are, and it's going to be something that's going to be with us for many many years to come. And I am very hopeful that it passes. Obviously, town meeting is a fickle thing, and we have to rely on that. Mm -hmm. But we would, are going to work hard through the public forums to get the word out and get people to understand that. This needs to happen now. It's not going to get cheaper and it's not going to get smaller. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, a pitch for people to come and make their vote? Absolutely. You've got to come out and, and have your voice be heard and ask the questions, ask the tough questions, and come to the forums and bring the questions along and everyone will answer them and hopefully we'll all see the same direction. Yeah, it's part of everyone's civics duty. And right. uh, Brendan? Well, I'm just here to support the selectmen, as I usually do. Um, Are you excited uh, at the possibility of this happening? I don't get excited. <laughs> he just does his job. I, 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 I'll, I'll do all the getting excited. Um, it, it's it's a it's a real opportunity to finally see this come to fruition, um, and it, and it's um, it's so long overdue. People have been looking at the public safety building for over 30 years now, knowing that it needs to be addressed, and we are. We are one vote, uh, an hour-long meeting, if that, 
away from actually making this a reality and, and being able to embark on this project Great. in a couple of months. Great. So the special town meeting is Monday, okay. September, September 23rd, 7.30 at the elementary school gym. Yep. And uh, Chief Francis, thanks for joining us. Thank Chairman Spinney, um, Lisa O'Donnell, uh, town uh, committee, building committee um, chairperson and town administrator Brendan Zubricki. Thanks for being on Cape Ann Report. Um, that's all we have tonight for the show. Please check us out on 1623studios.org and check us out on social media. Until the next time on Cape Ann Report, take care.